threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Go sit that phone outside. <laughs> Keep getting texts. <laughs> See that penguin case cover? <laughs> Jobs have good proof. <laughs> tell you that right now. Don't freeze. Yes. Feels great. Good traction. Yes, sir. Waterproof. Cameron, I'm excited for today. We have another yeah. scenario episode. We do. Right? And this one yeah. is a scary it's one. It's the granddaddy of them all. It is baby. a great Yep. Woo. This is um EMP is always a fun subject, right? Sure, yeah. Until you realize it could be the worst subject yeah, yeah, in the world. 100% the worst, yeah. But yeah, so um, we're going to do a little episode on an EMP scenario. Yeah. Because um, really, I think this one uh, would probably be the worst. Oh, it'd suck, for sure. Well, pandemics would suck, because we've all been through that. We've all been through that. <laughs> so That would be much worse than that. Yeah. Uh, before we get to it, though, I got to tell you about BattleBox. It is the monthly subscription box full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here's a sampling of what users received this month. The Outdoor Element Fire Flute. Ooh. In the Condor El Salvador Blade. Straight out of Guatemala. No doubt. All this <laughs> badassness starts at just $34.99 per month. They've shipped over a million boxes and one best subscription box of 2020. Our listeners get a free knife. Cam, free. You don't have to pay for it. When you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers, get your first battle box plus a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Listener. Reviews starts now. Jake Sorry. Scant. Sorry, I scant. I scant give it a good five stars. <laughs> I want to give it ten. Yes, sir. Um, Jake Scant says ten out of five stars. Started uh-huh. listening to these guys when I saw the world losing the plot. Okay. Great tips or great trips, tricks, and laughs. Wow, that <laughs> trips, was t- tricks, and laughs. This is tough to say. Wow. Put trips, that one on your wall. and laughs. You should put like the live, laugh, love. <laughs> yeah. but That's right. That's what I will say before every podcast to get pumped up. Yeah. Trips, tricks, and laughs. No, I just like, you know, like the live, laugh, love. Oh, I'm sure that's a plaque on in his house. Trips, tricks. He's all typing up and looking around. Oh, yeah. Trips, tricks, and laughs. Yeah, print print that one on a print shop. I'm going to put that on a wall. Scant family since 1925. Established in 2014. Scant family. He's got one somewhere. Yeah, it definitely does. The Prepper's Medical Handbook is amazing, too. Sweet. Yes, it I is, I posted man. it with the guns behind. Sure you did. From your English Prepper, oh, Jake. Oh, it's Jake Scant. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was that distinguished. <laughs> that was like a... That was a weird... Distinguished. Dis- distinguished. <laughs> distinguished. <laughs> distinguished. Yeah. We can't speak English. Nah, sir. If you guys want to be part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five-star review. Make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. I like that. Distinguish. I know. Distinguished. Yes, I'm distinguished. Uh, um, so this is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, mad, mad. This, <laughs> there were a lot of animals down under, and we're not talking about Australia, Cam. Okay. Thailand <laughs> authorities were 
flabbergasted after they busted a tourist attempting to smuggle two otters and a prairie dog through the airport in his trousers. <laughs> yeah, that. Why does it sound familiar? You had that in your trousers all day. Oh, it was because we talked about the competition. Yeah, the sticking the weasels the, down in there. <laughs> With the weasel, was the weasels weasel? down there doing That's wings. right. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. So, a video depicting the man's bold. I'm training and I'm traveling. Yeah, that's right. Video depicting the man's bold undercover animal trafficking nice. scheme is currently blowing up online. The 22 year old Taiwanese traveler had reportedly bought the animals at a market in Bangkok and then proceeded to stuff them in his underwear before arriving at the Suvarnabhumi <laughs> International <laughs> Airport in Bangkok. Um, uh, anyways, blah, blah, blah. However, authorities caught wise to the man's ham-handed plan after noticing an unusually large bulge wobbling about <laughs> below the waist. And excuse me, sir. <laughs> Got something going on down there, buddy. I produce videos. <laughs> what are you doing this evening? I got a couch. You want to come sit on it? We're going to make some videos. Um, Because something's going on, buddy. Um, Yeah, so. You it, got it all going on. <laughs> I ain't never seen one move like that. <laughs> <laughs> that one's got some movement I to it. I said a chick right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, they referred him to the x-ray station, where scans revealed the critters wriggling about killed the animals <laughs> under a traveling circus in his trousers. Um, <laughs> you going to be good. <laughs> okay, ah, good. Dang, it's just an animal. Just a freaking weasel. Um, <laughs> a subsequent strip search revealed that he had been harboring two Asian small-clawed otters and a prairie dog, which he had stuffed, which he had stuffed in three separate socks and taped to his designer boxer shorts. Designer. <laughs> I had to put that <laughs> in there. That it was designer. This wasn't no Hanes <laughs> undies. This one, ain't old navy cargo jeans. No, no, no. Or these, shorts. These were high quality silk. Um. Anyways, <laughs> um, the a video shows the culprit being forced to cut a hole in his trousers and extract critter-filled stockings, which were seen wriggling in a bin. Man, that anyway. sounds like Salt Lake TSA. I know, man. I want you to cut a hole in your pants right now. <laughs> right now. What's going on? <laughs> no, I don't want it. Rip them. Rip them. Take off your shirt. That's right. Take rip off your good. pants. <laughs> rip them good. <laughs> I want to hear it rip. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Let me go ahead. You take a video. Of Did it, so it minute. didn't say exactly what he's doing with those? He just wanted to. He was just taking them. <laughs> You're not supposed to take them out of Bangkok or something, apparently. Ah, okay. Cause it, yeah, because it's not good. You're not supposed to take him on a plane, for one. Rule thing. number one. Rule number one. Don't smuggle animals out of Bangkok. Don't take an otter. Number two. Pants. Rule number two. We'll make you rip your pants off. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Anyways. Well, that's that's much more exciting. Yeah. Be careful out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so remember that little uh, alien that they found and said, this was found in Peru, in Mexico? Sure. The. Yeah. Um, anyways. Ongoing investigation. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're trying to figure this out. Yeah, hundred percent. It was um, paused for a moment because the the Category Five Hurricane Otis devastated Otis Otis uh, in Acapulco. Mexico. Yeah, oh. so it's kind of been on, on it's been way. on pause. Probably it, the aliens are like, stirred up. We don't want anybody to know anything about well, it. All this coming, we can't get out to the aliens today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, so th- apparently, this guy had made similar claims in Peru. I didn't know that. That's where he got them from. And they're like, BS. (laughs) um, And a report by that country's prosecutor's office found the bodies were actually recently manufactured dolls, which had been covered with a mixture of paper and synthetic glue to to simulate the presence of skin. Okay. I mean, the picture. Oh, yeah. 
does not look anything like what they're saying. No, it really doesn't. I don't know why they but... were suspicious. Mm. The report added that the figures were most almost almost certainly human made. Yeah. And that they are not the remains of ancestral aliens that they have tried to uh, um tried to present. The bodies were not publicly unveiled at that time. Hard hitting. So it is unclear if they are the same as those presented in Mexico's Congress. Yeah. He's like finding a country that's like, you know what? I think it could be alien. Come on in. We're going to have you in live television in a conference. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, Nicaragua said no. Um, Peru said no. Peru said no. My, even Mexico my, said good. My uncle won't even look at me anymore. This is becoming <laughs> crazy. I want you to look at my aliens. Okay? Oh, this on the way. What a little skin falling off. <laughs> Let me get my Elmers out. The skin's falling off, okay? Elmers. <laughs> Elmers, oh. That's amazing. Elmers, hello. Hello. He put the Elmers, hello in There's there. There's a hurricane coming. Let's hurry. <laughs> Hurry. But anyways, yeah. man, this is this is pretty devastating news for a lot yeah. of people to think. I thought it was real. Gosh dang it. I know. It's so, so sad. Anyways. Anyways, that's like that. Mad Mad World. People out there faking aliens, um, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, so, EMP scenario, Cam. Uh, we're going to break down this uh, scenario here in just a second, but we're going to play the audio file first. This yeah, one yeah, is it, uh, shorter than most, and uh, enjoy. This one was a tough one. To I told Kobe out. just to do like start it, and then go and that's EMP. It. Yeah, EMP. We lost the. Audio. You just got on. It's so hard to, to do this one. Didn't audibly. even have to do it. We're gonna try it anyway. I like it. All right, shut up. Here we go. So So he rode off on a horse? He rode off on a <laughs> I was thinking about doing some sort of like a clip-clop thing off on the horse. No. So here's, here is this scenario. We actually had this kind of like, it felt like that was going to happen. Remember we went to Malad, Idaho? Oh, oh, yes. That was so cool. That was a fun time, wasn't it? Yeah. It was good times. So here, here's, the, here's the deal, uh, the breakdown of the scenario. You're in the line at the grocery store, or local Walmart or whatever it is. It's like a Tuesday afternoon, it's late lunch. You're checking out when suddenly, obviously, the power goes out. And, and um, so you're kind of hanging around, and after a minute, you're like, I better head out to the truck, <clears throat> get back to work, you know, because I can't just hang out here in, in a dark Walmart all day. Um, but you notice that your car is not starting, and your phone is completely dead. This is a pretty, you know, big giveaway that you've headed into more than just the powers out territory. This is most likely an EMP scenario, right? Yep. My phone, if my wife's phone was dead at noon, it would be nothing to That her. would make sense. Well, yeah. This sounds right. <laughs> Been listening to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you live in kind of a medium-sized town, but you're kind of hours from a real, like, big metropolis-type city, so just keep that in mind. Uh, the chaos obviously hasn't started yet, but you know what's going on. That's kind of the thing is us as preppers will understand what's happening way sooner than most people will, mm -hmm. I think. I think so, too. Because most people don't even really understand or care or know what an EMP is. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, 
I think you're going to have a head start here, which is probably good. Obviously, all communication lines are down. The internet's down. The credit cards aren't going to work. Most vehicles are dead. And this is, you know, this is an age old debate. Um, how many vehicles will work, how many True. won't. Um, that's something that is kind of unsure with a lot of people. Most vehicles are dead where they are. So everybody was driving down the road at the time of the EMP. They just stopped working, all of them. Uh, it's really similar to like uh, War of the Worlds, Everybody right? in the four ways, like... Yeah. <laughs> you no, go. no, you, you go. go. You go. You. Oh, my God. No, you go. Four ways make me matter. That than... should be the first <clears throat> middle and last lesson in like driving school. It's like, it, it, figure it, these out first, I think they and then start, you're set. They should start learning it in kindergarten. Yeah. This should be the thing in like, no... We don't, you shouldn't just be nice and tell people to go through. When it's your turn, exactly, you go. You cause traffic jams. Otherwise, I told Tommy that too. I'm just like, like, stop and look and just go. Yeah. Like, like, don't, I almost rather people just blow through. I'm like, good. You're moving things along. At least things someone's going. My biggest pet peeve is this is so stupid (laughs) is people that are going both straight and they don't want to wait. Yeah. And the other, I'm like, don't be polite. Like, you're both, you're, you're both going straight. You're, it's going to be, or if you're turning. You can both turn at the same time as long as you're not going to hit each yeah, other. Yeah. Oh my anyway. gosh, people. But see, EMPs are really going to cause some chaos. For sure, yeah. So there's, it's going to look like an apocalyptic scene there because it's going to be similar to, like I said, like um, War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. You know, all the vehicles are down. And, and people just, are going to be super confused. They're going like to what's said, happening? Very few are going to be like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Most people are just going to be like, okay, I'm just going to like go do my thing. I don't know what I'll go try and call. Oh, wait, my phone doesn't work. You know, it's going to be confusion for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Lucky thing is, is you are somewhat prepared. Uh, you have an EDC pack. Maybe it's a get home bag type scenario thing in your vehicle and a basic vehicle kit, including a nine millimeter pistol. And I put that in there because honestly, like most nine people, millimeter. most guys I know have one in their vehicle. Yep. Like they really do. So <clears throat> this isn't something that's out of the norm. Most people do. Well, that I know I here in four town. Five. Go four I got desert. Well, five, I be <laughs> um, you also have a hundred dollars in cash, which could come in handy. In this scenario, your kids are at school. Your wife is at work. Okay. All in the same town. Home is like a five mile walk. Yeah. So it's not like you're just going to run there real quick, right? It's going to take a little time to get there. Your spouse's workplace and your kid's school isn't far out of the way. So it's not like you're backtracking two miles to get there. They're sort of in a loop on the way for this scenario. Okay, Cameron. Perfect. Um, You do have what you hope is a working bug out vehicle at home. Like older truck, I'm going to say it's something like Cam has, right? Yeah. The Ford, it's a 77. 77. 77. Nice. Um, so the the chances that it's Just going to be working. I mean, the electrical that's in it barely works, so I'm not worried about <laughs> not it. Worried. I've been driving without electricity in exactly. that. Exactly. Um, so the hope is that thing Solenoid's actually- Solenoid's good. The, <laughs> the hope is that thing actually does work, but we don't know. Yeah. It, it could, it couldn't. It's, uh, it's a We're kind of saying it does. We're kind of saying it does Probably. Um, you do have a family cabin about 20 miles out of town in the opposite direction of your home. So it's not like you walk home and you just keep walking or you get to your cabin. This is the opposite direction. I'm going to need to restructure I know. where I live and everything. I know, huh? Make it all along the all way. All along the way. <laughs> Grocery store, well, home, It's not schools, a bad thing to think about. Out of here. Um, this is sort of your bug out location of sorts, right? It's not like it's a bunker and it's like totally fitted to survive there for 20 years, but it is where you would bug out. It's up in the mountains-ish, out of town, 20 miles. 
in the opposite direction of your home. So that's the thing. How do we navigate this situation now where it's, you know, mid afternoon EMP is hit. Everybody's kind of trying to figure out what's happening. You've got to figure out where your family is. You got to figure out what to do. Yeah. Right. But what are going to be the key areas of concern for us for in this scenario? In this scenario. Yeah. So, um, obviously getting home, yeah, like yeah. you're, you're kind of dead how, and you want to get home quickly. So that's obviously a concern of how fast can I get there along the way, picking up my family and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. Vehicle, foot, safety, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't think people are going to be nuts <laughs> for that. No. You know, 30 minute to an hour walk. So I think you're good, but you still have to think about like, am I going to come back from my car? Or am I, do I need to get everything out of the car that yeah. is useful to me? Because I do, I carry a lot of crap in all my vehicles. It's like, yeah. like stuff that I could use. So mm-hmm. it's like, I gather all that up and put it in my kit. That's like a thing I keep going back to in this scenario. You know, we have three different um, plans like we always do. It's like, well, how much crap do I get there? How much do I take out of my truck? That is the hardest thing, like, I you think. You have to consider those things, especially <clears throat> in this scenario where it's you're when on you're foot. Kind of, yeah. You're on foot. Yeah. It's not like you, you just throw it in the truck and go. Right. It's different, right? So another good reason to have a, a bag and a kit that's yeah. not just, you know, chuck full of everything. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. you have a little room. So, yeah, and that's always tough. And and that's that was the next thing is, like, supplies now. Like, mm-hmm. you've got to think, okay, I'm going to be going, I'm going to be leaving town, going to my family. When people start figuring this out, like, everything's going to be wiped out. Yes. So, it's like, do I do I grab a little bit more mm-hmm. while I'm here? Um, it gives you a little time to think and then also collect some things. But can you even use uh, any, do you have any way to buy it? Yeah. A lot of times I use my phone now because it has the proxy, you know, it's like, sure, yeah. and so I don't carry cash a lot. Um, I usually have a bill in there, but unless the grocery store is pretty open to like, you know what, we'll take your cash yeah. now and figure it out. A lot of them probably won't. That's what we're, I'm going to talk about that later okay. too. It's hard to tell. So what's the happen next thing there. is like, can I even get anything? Should I get anything? And can I even get it? Cause do I even have any way to purchase it? Right. Um, what about this Casio watch? Yeah. Can I take two things of milk? Um, communications. The next thing is like, you don't have a phone anymore. Mm-hmm. Is your family going to be, uh, um, they can understand that plan that you've set forth without being able to communicate or are they just going to like, just go haywire. Cause they're like, I can't, you know, my son probably would freak out cause he couldn't get a hold of me on his, his watch. He'd be like, huh? Yeah. I don't know what to do. That, that is that, <clears throat> this scenario There's a right little here, panic that kind of communications happens. is going to be really, really difficult. Um, that this is going to be where you really hope that you've laid out an emergency plan that makes sense. Cause it has to be uh, I'm, I'm a communication plan ahead of time. Because, I'm unsure of it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, the other thing is like shelter because Whatever type of EMP this was, maybe it's coronal mass ejection, maybe mm-hmm. it was an EMP, like electrical fires are pretty common, they suspect. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. and so it's like, it's you're going to get to your neighborhood and it's on fire. That's true, man. Or yeah. are you going to have a difficult time getting to your home easily because there's fires and stuff that, you know, first response and, um, Can't get and to. They, they don't even know that, or they that, don't even like, that, that whole a, system's broken. That's a really good thing to think about because during the Carrington event, which was like, like burn everything down like, before they even, yeah, it was like 1859. I think I can't, I can't remember the exact yeah. year <clears throat> the Carrington event, but there were just like, you know, telegraph offices. There was just huge arcs of electricity that went off and just started burning stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, that's going to happen. That's Transformers gonna, and yeah. stuff. I was actually talking to my son about um, EMPs on the way to school. He asked something. And I was like, oh, we're actually talking about it today. And 
told him about the CME and he's like, well, that's terrifying. I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's sure true, is. man. It totally is. Totally unpredictable and could just fry everything. Right. Um, and then the other thing is like, you got to start, you, you, you got to have it in the back of your mind of like, okay, I have food and stuff at home, but like, how long is that going to last? Mm-hmm. And again, do you, like, should you be picking up some things as you're heading home? Because you know, the grocery stores and all that are just going to get cleaned out. Yeah, it's that three-day rule, right? During an SHTF event. After yep. three days, it's, everything's gone. Yep. <clears throat> and then water. Um, power leads to flow issues, so you may not even have pressure and water going to your house anymore. And if you're relying on that, mm-hmm. even though it's not been an earthquake and the pipes aren't broken, you're going to lose pressure and uh, clean water. Because right. all of that system works on, like, there's electric, there's electricity behind it. Sure. Um the other thing is like you kind of got to think of where the threat's coming from. Is it going to change the way that like everybody yeah. responds and what's going to happen in town? And you know maybe you live on the coast or something, and it's like is there an evasion about to happen or right? Yeah. You don't even know. So you got to think about what other threats beyond what just happened. And that's the hard part about this, especially in this. You're clueless. You're clueless because you can't just hop on Twitter and see no. oh, what happened. Yep, you can't. Right? Keep trying. Yeah, scrolling. Yep, refreshing. Um, and then the other thing is. This is where you're thinking, like, do I just get out of town? Do I just get away from as many people as possible with my family? Like, that's the hard part with um, a scenario like this. Yeah. Because that is a huge, and we'll talk about that. It's a huge risk, but it could be a huge, like, benefit to you to just get away from everybody. Mm -hmm. And then again, I talked about the fires, but, and then panic. Like, as soon as people start realizing what's going on and where they're going, where we're going with this, and those that have a little more knowledge about it can say like we're screwed for a very long time. This like, isn't people gonna, are going to freak out. They can't just call the power company and say get my power back on by tomorrow. Not happening for years. It's gonna probably. be yeah. I mean, at, at very best, it's weeks or generators right? and stuff about yeah. Like but that whole system. That's a yeah. It's not yeah. So once people start understanding mm-hmm. what exactly is going on and how long it's it's going to last, like no doubt they're gonna freak out. They're gonna. The other thing is hard. like radiation exposure Mm -hmm. you know we don't know exactly if it's detonated at a certain distance of you know to cause the emp is there going to be some radiation exposure and other sicknesses and stuff like that and and so that point of being like do i take um iostat or something like that you never know you don't know and then fuel uh ways to cook ways to keep yourself warm and things like that it's like that there's no way to get it out of the ground. No. Do you have some prepared and maybe propane that's above ground that you could get some off from? Um, there's just those a lot of things that go through your head on this because you know this scenario is going to be the one of the longest ever. So yeah, scary stuff. That's pretty tough. Um, shopping's also scary. Did you know that? I don't enjoy it. I hate it. And no I um, and everybody's going online. Even today, I was thinking about it. I was. Um, looking for a, a, a toy that I want to get a good deal on, and you go to sites that you've never been to What before. toy you been trying to get? <laughs> what happened to your throat? <laughs> I'm just, you know. You know. Um, little magnet beads, like the little toy ones that like. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. But a lot of us are going to be doing a lot of shopping, going to some sites that you've never been to before. Mm. You really need to do it safely. And Surfshark is a great way to do that. It's the best way, right? Yeah, 100%. It's a VPN that can protect you and your devices from online threats. You can go activate it. Basically, it won't trace back to your IP address. So it looks like you're shopping from France in the United States. Asterisk, Super weird. This is not foolproof. 
but this is a great yeah, way. Yeah, I think to that's help. a good way to put it. Okay. <laughs> There's always who, hackers. For, yeah. yeah. For those of you who are listening who are experts in this area, um, yeah. this is not foolproof, but this is very helpful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, um, <laughs> it's much more protected than you already are. A hundred percent. Yes. Because <laughs> people also are traveling a lot and they're getting on public Wi-Fi and they're mm-hmm. accessing their bank accounts to see what they have. Like, this is a terrible place to do it. Yep. You want a VPN that can kind of cloak some of that. Sure. So Surfshark's one of the easiest to use. And I really like it too, because one subscription will protect all your devices. Mm-hmm. And that is an awesome thing. The other thing is you can use it to watch um, soccer in... Uh, England, which I do often. Yeah, I'll go on and watch some of the live times of the Premier League because it shows as if I'm in the country. Yeah, pretty awesome stuff. But you can use our code Casual Preppers for 83 percent off from 24 months. Plus, they'll throw in three extra months. Here it is. You get Take over it. two years mm-hmm. protection online. Um, that's like two dollars twenty cents a month. You're dumb not to do it. Yeah, you're an idiot. So you're even if you idiots. don't even know what you're dealing with and want to mm-hmm. try it out, you get 30 days fully refundable. Yeah. Best way to go. Go get it. Go to casualpreppers.com cost slash switch deals. Check it out. <laughs> I always screw that up. Take the thing out of there. It's not even in there. I don't know why it keeps getting deleted. Casualpreppers.surfshark.deals slash casualpreppers. Surfshark.deals slash casualpreppers. Good luck. Just go to Google, search it, and put in our code casualpreppers. Yeah. Okay. So, our three plans <laughs> go to Alta Vista. <laughs> Find it. <laughs> Ask Jeeves what it is, <laughs> where it's at. Um, plan A. Here is the plan A. It's to get home ASAP and bug in. Yeah. Right? And yeah. that usually is our plan A. But, you know, this scenario is a little bit different yeah. than many. So, And listen, we just did an interview. We understand. <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. But this is still an option for most. Uh-huh. I yeah. mean, the most comfortable option. For sure. So you're going to be on foot, right? Um, you're just going to have to walk home. That's that's where what it comes down to. You've got five miles to get home. Shouldn't take you too long. But here's the the nice thing about it. It shouldn't be crazy dangerous yet. People again, like Cam and I keep saying, nobody, most people aren't going to understand what's happening. No. So it's going to take a blackout. People are going to be mad. People are going to be frustrated. But it's they're not going to be starting to skin you for your meat. <laughs> <laughs> quite yet, right? No. Nope. So you've got some time. So you skin them first. <laughs> yeah, you go directly to skinning people on the street. Um, you know what he's messing with you. Yeah. The, so the roads obviously are going to be a little nuts. There's going to be stalled cars, drivers and passengers wa- wondering what to do, wandering around the roads, looking super confused. Right, that's going to be happening, but that is a guarantee. Uh, but again, there's a very small percentage of them who are going to understand. So you you are going to be in the advantage for quite a while before that really sets in. Yeah. So the thing to do here is to grab your pack, what, whatever your get-home pack is, your your EDC pack. And this is why we always talk about making sure you have something like this in your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Because in this situation here, you're going to be so <clears throat> thankful that you have some gear on you that you can throw on your back and just go. You know what I mean? You're not going to have to try and stuff your pockets full of stuff and figure out, you know, grab a, a plastic sack. Receipt, from receipt, receipt, yeah. receipt. Exactly. <laughs> like, where is all... You have a nice backpack in the truck or duffel bag or whatever it is. You can throw it on and you can go, yeah. right? It's probably going to have some food, some water, some clothing, whatever other gear that will help you on the journey home. I'm willing the spare tire home with me, too. Yeah, 100%. I ain't yes. wasting that tire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming with me. All the lug nuts, <laughs> star wrench, everything. You got to float somewhere. Yeah, you got to have it. Yeah. Um, it's a shield. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a shield. <laughs> yeah, very cumbersome, but it is a shield. Um, you're obviously going to for sure bring along that truck pistol. You're going to grab that 9mm and you're going to put it in your pants. For sure. All right? Just like <laughs> it's an otter. Right in your pants. <laughs> get in there, ground oh, hard. What there. is that, prairie dog? Don't, don't make any noise. I called a prairie dog. <laughs> I got it. A little cricket. Um, so you're at the store, obviously. This is where you have to make a decision. Do you grab some supplies like Cam alluded Such to? Such a tough one. What do you do here? Because it's like, I just want to get home with my mm. family, make sure everything's okay. But it's like, I'm in the best place. Yeah, you're early. there. You're like head of the line, you know? And there's still stuff in the store. People haven't started freaking out, obviously. So you have that $100 worth of cash. Do you use that? Do you go buy some food? Do you go buy other supplies? A really good thing I think would to consider would be like those little propane bottles for cooking and yeah. for heat. Yeah. If you, oh, I mean, obviously, I don't think your Mr. Buddy's going to work at this point. Maybe it will. <clears throat> but yeah. is it worth going in there grabbing some food, right? Yeah. Although it will take some time. For sure. You're going to have to run back in there and start figuring this out. You're going to have to deal with somebody that's probably never dealt with cash. They're like, what is this paper and stuff? I don't know. I don't know what this paper is you're giving me. I will Um, say, like, I was going to make a comment here. Um, My wife will cringe. (laughs) But you have to think, like, you're in this scenario. You're in the best place with, like, supplies. Mm -hmm. You may not be able to buy it. Do you shoplift? That's I have that right oh, there. Oh, you do? I didn't even see you had it on there. Yeah. So, obviously, that's that's you have to make those decisions because can you buy it? If you can buy it, fantastic. Use that cash that you the $100 in cash that you have, but you know, do you take it a little bit further? Um, you're there, do you just go in and get what you need and get out? I think what I would what I would consider doing is like I would take the supplies and be like, can you, can you, can we buy this and if they say no, I'm going to be like, look, I'm taking it. I'm taking Here's it. Here's my $100 bill. Yeah. And I'm just taking it. Yeah, or or honestly, I don't even talk to anybody. I just go well, and get my yeah, stuff. Well, yeah, I'd probably try, and then if they're yeah. like, no, 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 and I'd be like, fine, okay, loop around. I pick think up you some understand. You understand what's happening. I think you've. I think morality is a little vague here. Yeah, I think it's okay. It's not like I'm killing someone. No, you're gonna take some milk and bread and or you know some and then kill food. skin some neighbors on the way. Yeah, that's later. That's when you really compromise your morality, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you have to consider this because how much can you even carry? You're going to be walking five miles. You still have to walk into town and find your family. So these are hard decisions you have to make right here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, and then that's the next thing is like, well, really the first thing I'm thinking about is my family. Like, how do I get to them? How do I keep them safe? How do I get them home with me? You know, have you talked about this situation with them? Do they know what to do in this situation? Maybe not. Hopefully, Worst case Not scenario, clearly. they're just staying in place. Yeah. They're just hanging out. Because the kids probably don't know what's happening. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll understand that their phone or their watch isn't working. The wife might understand maybe not <laughs> you know what i mean maybe she's just sitting there like i got a yeah. couple hours to hang out with nothing to look at yeah. on my phone i don't know well you lose well yeah that's true <clears throat> you know what i if mean the, if the phone doesn't get destroyed then they got another hour and a half of podcasts they're listening to <laughs> yeah but i assume that that's not working right um so you know maybe you've laid it out that, that they should walk straight home and that's the case and that, so you can trust that plan and say, okay, I'm going to go home. Yeah. I know that they're going to walk home. I don't know if I would trust my plan that much. I know. Honestly, to I know. Be honest, even if we did that. Um, I wouldn't because I really wonder what the schools would do. Yeah. Like, cause are they just going to let kids go? I don't think they'll let anybody go. No, and probably so, not. So that that's the thing is like, mm-hmm. they have plans for like a lot of things, but this one I think might send them 
like yeah. into a frenzy of like, ah, we're just like, no one's going anywhere. We're going to release you to your, your family. If it's your like family they comes, become hostages of yeah. town. So, and then you just leave them. Yeah, and let then the school let them deal with, deal with them, feed them and stuff. Um, <laughs> but luckily, here's the thing: they're on kind of on the way home. So your yeah. best option is to obviously first thing I'm doing is going right to the school. That's where I'd kids. go to. I hope and assume my wife would do the same thing. Right, we can meet at the school. I'm afraid front. this is still yeah. Even with know. you being there, I don't know if they're going to be like, well, we can't look you up. We don't know who you are. Oh, I'm taking them. I know. I'm taking them. I have my nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Those kids are coming with me. Aren't you shoplifting? I'll shoot every one of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, That's the thing. I'm like, I don't, I hope that doesn't become like a. I hope it doesn't like, either. Listen. I assume because. I've got my wallet. Look, it's me. I assume because the school that my kids go to is relatively small. They yeah. know us pretty well yeah. that I could get my kids. Right. Again, I'm not leaving there without them. They're coming Same. with me Same. as soon as I get there. Yeah, there's no way I would. I assume my wife is going to meet us there, and that's what she's thinking about as well. Um, and, dear, if you're listening, that's what you should do. Yeah. Go directly to the kids. I'll go directly to the kids. We'll meet there, then we'll go. All right. But here's the thing, too, man. That school could be crazy. Yeah. What's happening there? Yeah. How, how is stuff going down? Um, again, like the it's things- like a that, prison break. Like yeah. a prison riot with mm-hmm. those kids in the in a school. I mean, they're just like- parents running towards the school, you know, freaking out. I don't know. Probably not. You know, a lot of the dads are clear out in the oil field, you know, a lot of the moms are at home. So it's like, it's, it's a really weird situation. You just have to be really careful there, right? You you need to remain. I mean, I I talked about stand in the the drive-through line to pick up your kids. Yeah. In an orderly manner. (laughs) Everybody take their turn. Yep. Um, you have to remain as gray man and as calm as you can here. I, I alluded to bringing out my nine millimeter, but obviously I'm not going to do that unless it's like, you know, I can't get my kids any yeah. other way. Cause you don't want to like, you know, tip be a target, off. like get sucker punched. Yeah. Or you just don't want to tip everybody off and then start more panic and just make everything. Well, I got worse. one too. Yeah. yeah. And then everybody draws their guns. Yeah. Infernal. So, that's probably what would happen. A hundred percent. You just have a big old standoff or whatever. I just want my kids. These are our kids. I just want my kids. <laughs> Everybody just holds kids. Everybody's just like this. Like I know. Matrix holding gun in each hand, pointing every it's direction. Like the Spider-Man meme where everybody's yeah. looking at each <laughs> yeah, other. Exactly. But they got guns. I just want my kids. I want my freaking kids. Um, so yeah, you get your kid kids. Hopefully the wife is there. Now you start your she journey. Settled, settle down. <laughs> then she draws a gun. Point the gun at the wife. She points it at you. It gets nuts, right? Then your kids um, come out with guns. <laughs> they had guns, what too. Is of happening? course they did, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Vernal. Um, so now it's okay. Now you, now you can walk home. That's the next thing to do. And probably at this point, it's okay to utilize those main roads yeah. to get home. Because, again, we talked about it hasn't got nuts yet. You're an hour into this EMP Everybody's starting to get a little worried, but nobody's started skinning their neighbors yet. <laughs> Hopefully. They're going to be cluttered with cars, people walking, but again, nobody panicking. To be really safe, you could use alternative routes through fields or back streets to avoid as many people as possible. And I don't, I don't think that's a bad idea <clears throat> to think about. But your goal here is just to get home as soon as you can so you can lock down that sucker and, you know, start your bug in, you know, away from people. Yep. So you get home, lock down tight, bug in. You're, here's the thing: you're probably going to be okay for a few days. I don't. I don't think that they're going to start burning down your neighborhood. With uh, you depends know, on the place people. you live. It does depend on the people or the place you live and the people around you. But you know, start the process of locking down as quickly as possible. It's going to be so important. 
So, and you're probably going to want to do this like as discreet as possible to not tip off your neighbors so yeah. much. Like th- this is a whole delicate process here. Yeah. Trying to figure out how to stay as gray man as possible, but as prepped as possible. You're just blowing leaves and yeah. then you drop that razor wire. Yeah. And just kind of like pull it along a little bit. Because this is none of your electricity work. Well, you got a little, burr, burr. maybe that'll start. That's a maybe, little, but. A little two-stroker. Probably not. It's yeah. got electronics in it. I well, assume. you're pretending like you're blowing leaves. <laughs> that, that They're like, not... how's he blowing leaves? <laughs> this is weird. And then you just, you're slowly just pulling razor wire across <laughs> yeah, your That's yard. all you're doing, yeah. Number one, I'll say once you get sort of like a basic <laughs> lockdown, yeah. <laughs> Blowing it with or you. That idiot's out there blowing on the leaves. <laughs> What's he doing? I don't know. I heard him pull a gun on his kid. I don't kid. know. He's sucking on a sprinkler a minute <laughs> yeah. ago, too. And speaking of sucking on sprinklers, water is the, one of the first <laughs> things that you need to start considering because it's so crucial. Yeah. Uh, and, and like Cam alluded to before, how long is it going to flow if it's even flowing at this moment? If it is flowing, by golly, Seven, start, 10 days, start filling stuff up. Get that water bob out. Fill that sucker up. Yeah. Start filling up every glass and container you got in the yeah. house. Right? I know. I'm not worrying about contamination. No. It's just like, get it all in your house Fill as much as you can. sink. I mean, anything. Yeah. Right? Put rags in the sink drain yeah. and just let it flood. Just start you filling You can still filter up. it in the basement. <laughs> you have coolers out in the garage. Pull those in. Fill those up with water. Yeah. I mean, just like everything because water is going to be so crucial. Um, is there rain coming or on the horizon? Set up a system to gather some rain outside. So water's going to be super important there. Um, again, security is really, really important. So you want to secure those windows and those doors. And probably as you get further into this, you're going to want somebody on watch at all times. Yeah. Like you really are. It's going to be crazy. Here's something. I, I I don't know if what's the best route here, but touching base with your neighbors. I think so. Um, I would. And I, and, I, and I say touch base with the neighbors that you trust. Number one, I ain't going to just any old neighbor around there just saying, hey, how about this EMP, huh? <laughs> you know? Um, how about this starvation? It's about to kick in with everybody. <laughs> well, how long you going to last, you think, huh? Um, so I, I, if they're neighbors that you trust, they'd be like, look, you need to you need to do these few things. Get yeah. supplies, Don't water. shoot in this direction. It's yeah. my house. You're killing somebody. Do it on that side of the house. <laughs> okay. I don't I'm going to skin it. over here. You shoot over there. That's right. But um, you do. I really think you have to do that. This is kind of like, listen, this is kind of what's going to be going down. Maybe we can set up something where we can watch each other. Yeah. And- just it, stare at each other. But again, it's got to be neighbors you trust because you don't want to. You don't want to tip off to all these neighbors that you are prepared for this yeah. because the f- second that they don't have something to eat or drink, they're coming to you for sure. So it's a very delicate process, and you got to be careful with it. Be gray man as much as you can, right? Um, so now you've got home. You've kind of got stuff secured. You've got your water kind of worked out. Um, it, you have that vehicle that you hope is working, and if it is working. I think it's a really good thing to get it ready to go. Yeah. In case you do have to go out. If you have a garage, I would have it in the garage, nose pointed out, ready to roll, mm-hmm. like at a moment's notice. Have it packed with stuff that you would need um, in case you have to bug out for some reason. Also, yeah. it's it, you have to consider this over the next few days. Do you utilize that truck? Do you drive into town to get supplies? Do you drive into town to get information? Yeah. Because now people have seen that you have a working vehicle. Mm-hmm. Again, that's not very gray, man. It could get right. could get gnarly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've thought about like the fact that my truck it just kind of sits out yeah. on the side of my house. Like I was, I'd probably put the hood up, like make it look like yeah. it's. I've tried to start get it, it and it's in not the working. Garage is what I would do. Right. That's. But get if it. I have the other two in there, 
I pull those out. Push well, them out. Oh, push them out. Okay. I'll push them out. Okay. I would. It's a good idea. Because then you're, you're at least it's inside. Nobody's like driving. Nobody's walking yeah. by that. Yeah, because I've worried. I'm like my truck's sitting out yeah. there in the open. So I would either like disguise it, make it mm-hmm. look like it broke down, but that did, that would be the best thing. Yeah, get, get it. Just, in. I mean, some of the neighbors are going to know that you have it, but at yeah. least anybody else coming in isn't going to see it right yeah. away, right? So that's what I. They'll would definitely do. hear me start it up. That's yeah, sure. they're going to. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one to figure out. And now you got food. You have to consider this. Um, right away, you need to prioritize that food that is frozen or refrigerated. You just got to get it eaten and yep. cooked, right? Those are the things you should be eating and cooking. Very All the first. stuff's going to spoil you. Yep. Um, and then you need to start considering um, a ration plan. I know. It's like you crazy. You'd have to think about that right away. Right away. Right away. Except for, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have a feast. My kids would die right away. Well, die. Like, they'll get. They'll. I can't get a snack right now. Yeah. I can't just eat whatever I want. No. No. You're gonna have to like really guard die. the pantry. Um, figure out a way how you're gonna cook stuff. You know, do you yeah. have a little propane stove that you can cook with? Do you have a barbecue? Um, are you going to have to build a fire outside? And that, uh, again, raises more issues because there's smoke and people are going to see right. that. And there's, so there's a lot of stuff you got to you got to figure out. But you got to figure out how to how to cook some food. Is it wintertime? Yeah, t- the time of year is what makes it tricky. Yeah. Is it wintertime? Do you have to keep the family warm? You know, if, if you have a wood-burning stove at home, that's fantastic. But again, now that's going to be smoke that everybody's going to see from miles away. They're going to see it. They're going to, hey, they're warm in there. Mm-hmm. I need to be in there too. Uh, it gets a little crazy. Um, if you don't, you're going to have to work like some basic tricks like blankets on the windows, you know, get in one room, use candles, extra clothing just to stay warm. But you're going to have to think about it right away because it's going to get cold real fast. Communications. This is, again, next to impossible with no power, no internet, no phone. Um you're probably going to get a little bit of information with those conversations with those trusted neighbors, but it's not going to be super yeah. helpful. You know, if days roll by with nothing, you might consider a trip to town to just start gathering information from anybody there, like leaders uh, in town. Do you have an emergency radio that you kept in a Faraday cage? You know, is is there anybody left to broadcast that has yeah, anything that's working? Sitting in hopefully. your Faraday bag, you know, the... Yeah. But but would the, even the local broadcasting station I know. work? You might I not get know. anything. You might not get anything, but it's something to consider, right? So comms, it's like almost next to impossible here, yeah. right? Uh, medication. Turn it on and get a Chinese station, you're going to be real scared. At least you got Chinese station. <laughs> yeah. You can hear people. Um, medications. Is somebody in your family dependent on daily meds? Um, you're going to have to start considering this right away. Uh, can you ration what you have? Like some, I, I would assume that there are some medications that you could sort of ration, you know, take every other day or something. Can. A lot of them right? can, yep. So understand that, know what you can do there. If it gets super serious, do you need to plan a resupply with either heading to town and ransacking a pharmacy, you know, bartering for yeah. it, or do you need to scavenge other homes? I, I mean- It's a scary thought, man. It's super scary. Diabetic um, meds or asthma meds mm-hmm. or like anything that you're like, keep your family alive yeah um and also like are there alternative uh natural methods of you know treating whatever it is that could help yeah if those do run out and start to consider that as well so i mean this is the bug-in plan there are some pros to it you get home right away where all your food and all your gear is that's a huge plus right yeah your family's comfortable there you might be there for a while, so that's good to be at home. You have moderate security. You know the layout of your house better than anyone else. You know your neighbors. That's a big plus. You don't risk more travel in all the craziness. 
You know, that, yep. I mean, that is, that is a risk traveling through this kind of stuff. So, and maybe for some odd reason, the situation resolves itself faster than you would expect in an EMP scenario. So that would be the best place to be is at home. Didn't when it fry does resolve. The, yep. Yeah. So there are some cons though. In this situation, as Jonathan Hollerman has pointed out, I know this is the things can escalate very quickly, especially when they're when it comes to hunger and food and thirst and those types of things. Um, your neighbors are not going to be super neighborly for very long in that situation, especially if they haven't prepared for anything. Right. Um, so that that could be really bad. Um, you could end up not being able to bug out when you actually need to because of the conditions. So you've kind of, you know, you bypass the time where you actually could bug out. So. Those are cons for sure. You know, and then we talk about gear needed here. Obviously, your EDC, your get home bag, firearms, water filtration, um, walking gear, because you you definitely have to walk home. So you got to make sure you're not wearing like loafers that are, you know, <laughs> just suck. Um, you need those extra meds. You're going to need some fuel of some type for cooking um, in your water, your food, and first aid kits. Yeah. So that is plan A, bug in, get home bug in. That's a great one. That was a lot, I know, but there was a lot we needed to go over, and a lot of that stuff is going to It's different. It's different from other bug-in scenarios. So it is. Um, So plan B is, this is a tough one, and and this is, I mean, just having listened probably, what was it, like three, four weeks ago when we talked with Jonathan Harmon? Probably a month ago, yeah. So bugging out. So in this scenario, plan B Obviously, you got to still get home. You pick up your family along the way, whatever. Yeah, so this is, plan B is getting home and then bugging out. Getting home and then getting out. Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay, I guess there is, I guess the third one is directly is just different. bailing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this one is kind of like, you know, getting yourself together, getting your family together, uh, going back to your home and then getting out. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, you realize what's going on. And just like we've already talked about, you're going to collect your family. You're going to get home. In, in your mind, the first thing is, you know, I'm going to get what I can and I'm going to, you know, and then I'm going to bug out. Mm-hmm. Like it, this one is a little bit of a delayed bug out. Mm-hmm. So, um, you get home. That's your, that's your main concern right now is just getting everybody home safely. And then you can kind of go over everything and get ready to, to bug out. Hopefully you can collect your family from schools and all that. Hopefully yeah. that doesn't delay you much longer. Um, and then at home, uh, this is where bug out bags are going to be great because you really don't have to worry about those key supplies. You can just right. throw them in the vehicle, but you have a little bit more time of thinking like, okay, how long are we going to be um, out there? I mean, if you're bugging out in this scenario, you're probably not planning on coming back for weeks or months. No. Yeah. So it's like, what can I uh, throw in my vehicle to kind of give us a better head start in our bug out location. And I would assume the big bulk of that would be food and water. That's what right? I would be packing up. Like I would take everything that yep. I could. Cookware, pack and stuff to like um seasonings and all your food stuff as much mm-hmm. as you possibly can put in your bug out vehicle is what I'm what I'm focusing because on. Because I think you would assume that within 3 to 4 days that stuff's all going to be ransacked anyways cuz exactly. you're not home. Somebody a neighbor is going to get in there and try and get everything you've got. Exactly. So you might as well take it. Yeah, take all that you possibly can that's mm-hmm. going to be most useful. And that's why inventory organization <laughs> is yeah, a sure. big deal cuz that makes everything a lot faster. It's going to look like the truck in um Red Dawn, you know, after <laughs> yeah. they hit the dad's store. Yep. For sure. Um, and, and, you know, and you got enough time still because people are just kind of still figuring things out and they don't mm-hmm. know how long it's going to go. So, I mean, this is all happening within a few hours for right. you. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of calmly do this, put yeah. it together. I don't think you need to be like, 
you know, setting up a train, your kids are like, here, bag of flour, and they're just throwing it in the back of the truck. You're kind of doing it discreetly, too. Like, you don't want people to think, like, well, where are they going? And I'm going to follow them. And I think the nice thing is, too, probably most people won't even be back to their homes yet. Yeah, that's true. Because you're, you're taking like a beeline. You're getting your kids, your wife, yeah, you're getting like home. dead focused on just getting your family yeah. and getting back home. So yeah, you're probably going to have a little bit more of an empty neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you've kind of got all of that lined up, you probably should have checked the transportation first and checked that the, right, the yeah. vehicle's ready to go and, you know, you have fuel in it. But um, and the, the thing with the vehicle is like, what are you going to... Um, what other items are in there that you may be swapping out for the items that you have in your home? And you need to get going like as fast as possible mm-hmm. so that people aren't like tracking and watching you. And and That's... you don't want to run into like um, roadblocks and, mm-hmm. and people that are starting to like get in the way of your plan. So yeah, time I said you do essence. have a little bit of time, but within a few hours, like you're, you're going to want to be on the road on your way. Because you're definitely going to attract attention once you, you hit the road. And the people road, are gonna want rides or ask you yeah. what you did your vehicle and like you're just gonna want to beeline it. The road's gonna be a little treacherous too because it's gonna be just filled with cars that I know. stopped where they were. People at. standing around yeah. and like not it's, wanting to leave their vehicles because yeah. they don't want to like you know people breaking into them because they can't lock them and so yeah it's gonna be really hard just getting out of mm-hmm. town with For your sure. bug out vehicle. You so you've got to kind of like back roads or I don't uh, know like so you've got to like be planning ahead too of like, well, if we can't go this way, what way are we going to go? Is mm-hmm. it going to be more congested and stuff like that? Um, this is where that four wheel drive vehicle really helps too. Cause you could go through a field if you had to. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If you're in your little, you know, Toyota Camry, you can't do that. <laughs> it's not going to work. True. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you might be able to, but Toyota like, Camry much tougher. Go pretty far. Um, I had a, a Honda Accord and I'll tell you, I took that <laughs> thing in that some pretty sucker. amazing places. Yeah. Um, and then, the pumps and stuff aren't going to work. Like, uh, it would be nice to take a little more fuel with you. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you have some stored away mm-hmm. or in your vehicle, but then you're like, do I siphon some out of the one vehicle that's not working so I that I have a little extra? I would too. Yeah. And so a big thing for me is having a way to, to pull fuel from other vehicles. Mm-hmm. Like make sure you have that and a can to put it in. Yeah. Um, and then, are you meeting up with anybody along the way? Mm-hmm. Like in, th- in in this scenario for me, I would want to be getting a hold of your dad. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'd be wanting to get a hold of Kobe and see mm-hmm. like, you know, do, are we going together? Are we going to both head in this, this direction? Mm-hmm. Um, are you staying put? Like I, I just would want to kind of have a little bit of a system there with a group and yeah. somebody that's you know, been doing this along with me. I think in this scenario, yeah, if it was either you or I, we live And I would stop enough. by my fam- my, my yeah. wife's family and just be like, that's probably where the biggest holdup would be. It would be. You, that's like, the problem. Listen, I know a little more what's going on and it's like, how yeah. do you convince people? It's like, we need to get out of here. Yeah. And so take everything you can. Not a lot of people are going to follow you, even mm-hmm. with a close relationship. Who's going to be, be like, that's good. Yeah. Um, I would hope that our families would understand consider our... Yeah. Uh, specialties in this area. I mean, as much as you can call it specialties, you know, more than other someone else. I would you know too. What I mean, but I don't know. You don't. Yeah, you never know. You don't know. They're like, look, we would go. There's a baseball meeting tonight. <laughs> exactly. And I don't think it's canceled yet. I gotta go to the church this evening and <laughs> shovel the walks. Can't go. Yeah. Can't go. 
So, um, but yeah, um, so you're heading out to the cabin, you're, you're kind of collecting some things along the way, mm-hmm. getting gas if you have to, cause I probably would try to get as much fuel as I could to take with me. Mm-hmm. Now, once you've gotten to that bug out location, you start testing and working on comms and radios. You got to think about all that stuff up there. It's like, how long can we possibly stay here for real? Like yeah. the bugging in gives you all that food. Yeah, you're at risk of people like losing their minds and trying to break in and you're less so. And I guess I'll talk about those pros and cons. But it's like, now you really have to start thinking about like when we run out of the supplies that we have with us and yeah. there, mm-hmm. what are we going to do next? Right, yeah. So the problem with this one is like, you got to have a plan C pretty set, like, pretty solid because interruption along the way mm-hmm. maybe the cabin's compromised maybe it's burned down too like maybe yeah. it, there was an electrical fire there so it's like i think this plan relies on plan c more than others which sure. is kind of tricky um the other thing too is if you break down along the road or have problems that way are you just going to continue or are you going to go back yeah like you're going to continue on your way if you have any issues and then time of year makes a big difference too. It's like, For how sure. far am I going to be able to even make it to this cabin? Are we going to go through a harsh winter with like no supplies up on the mountain versus bugging in? So mm-hmm. there's a lot to think about with this one. Um, so the pros obviously is that you're going to deal with a lot less people and a lot less chaos. Um, who knows? Maybe martial law will come into play. Um, disease and all that stuff that starts breaking out long term Mm -hmm. much less likely to deal with that if it's just you and your family or you in a small group for sure um the other thing too is um yeah that was pretty much most of the pros the other thing is like uh i didn't really have email (laughs) i have all these sentences that are exactly the same (laughs) so the cons um how long can you last out there? Obviously, you're dealing with elements. You're dealing with um, less security. I mean, yeah, you're in a cabin and you probably have a good view, but overall, I think, um, and we've talked about this before, of a community might be a stronger, uh, even in, in dire situations. Might I, you have to believe a little bit that maybe yeah. your community would be more supportive and helpful, but when it gets to starvation and all that, a lot say no. I, I mean, Jonathan there, Harmon says no. I think there's that tipping point. There's a certain tipping point, yeah. right? Where your your community is super duper helpful for a certain amount of time. And then once it gets to that point where starvation is actually real and a thing, yeah. then it's not so much. Yep. That's, I mean, that's what the studies say. When you read Survival Theory 2, you will see those studies and you will see like real world situations where this that's happens. That's the thing is it's not like... This is all it's not this speculation just theory too. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. this has been studied from previous events. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, but you have to take. I mean, you have to make your own judgment there. Yeah, for sure, you do. <laughs> and then um, the other con is that you can't take all that food with you. Yeah. So even though you may be dealing with more people and the risk of them coming to take your food, you still have a lot more food. Right. Way more than you would ever have going to a bug out location, location or just in your bug out vehicle, mm-hmm. and you're going to forget stuff. A hundred percent. There's just yeah. no way you're going to have all the supplies you need for sure. Mm-hmm. Like there's going to be something missing. And you also have to look at the health and um, status of your family. If there's a dependence on medical yeah. um, goods and things like that, like this plan probably isn't going to work out very well. Well, and, and it's now, now you're 20 miles away from civilization instead of like in yeah. civilization. If anything happens. Right, yeah. It's like, yeah, you got to rely sure. on... Just burying that person, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. So, um, <clears throat> and then, like I was saying, you really need to be planning on a, a, a C. There's there's so many things that can get in the way of this plan. 
rather than the bug in plan. Mm -hmm. So it's like you've got to have alternative uh, plans in place of like if we have problems getting up there, if we need to change route. So it's a little bit, that's the con is that this one can get shaken up a lot faster. Mm -hmm. So what kind of gear do you need for this one? Obviously, you need your bug out bags ready Mm -hmm. for you and your family. That's always hard because it's kind of easy to focus on yourself and not have everything prepared for your family. The other thing is gas. Um, How much do you have? How are you going to get it when the pumps aren't working? Mm -hmm. And do you have a way to, you know, pull it from cars? Thing is, the cars now are different to where you can't, like, you have to basically break that door off. A lot of them don't even have gas caps. They don't even have gas caps. But, um, so, just ways to get in and get fuel that way. It has to be part of this plan. Mm -hmm. Um, You got to have a bug out location. You got to have something planned out instead of just bugging out and just expecting to like camp. Especially if it's like winter or something, like you need to stay home. Yeah, you can't go. You can't just go to out into the woods. Right. A lot of people say I could do it. I've been doing it since I was fourteen years old. (laughs) Yeah. Knee high to a grasshopper. I was out there living in the woods (laughs) by myself. Um, No, that's not gonna work. It's just not. You have to have a place to be. Um, and then the uh, like. Having a weapon because mm-hmm. you're dealing with a, a an open area. I mean, it's like lawless. Yeah, you get out, so the yeah. city itself is gonna fall apart too. Mm-hmm. But when you're out in the middle of nowhere, like it's already lawless out there. Sometimes. <laughs> Seriously, people do whatever the hell they want. So I mean, you're going from yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like even really. to today, yeah, you have to be. It's a little risky. Yeah, you got to be careful. But people out there hunting when they're like, yeah everything's falling apart i'll just blast everybody yeah exactly and some do have that plan mm-hmm. um cash you know when you're going along the way maybe you can stop at a gas station because they don't really know what's going on there's not a lot of people yeah. so it's like maybe I can pick up a few more things so yep. you gotta you you want to have cash on hand um and then a, a great thing is having a good medical supply kit yeah and, for sure uh like contingency medical having oh, antibiotics so that you can treat and take care of yourself without the medical system dude that thing makes me feel so good to have that that kit. <laughs> it's a big deal man and i'll talk a little more in the medical tips about good. it um Use but our then code cpp but yeah so i mean you got to have some pretty extensive gear here tested mm-hmm. tried and true yep. like good gear because i mean you're living like what is it the Swiss family Robinson yeah. and stuff like you're going to be improvising yep. and living off the grid in in a chaotic world. So you definitely are in like this the, one's tough. It is really, really tough. It's it, kind of what's recommended, but it's yeah. going to be super hard. And you're bugging out like that. Like the one thing you don't want to be is in, a, in an electrolyte deficiency. Yeah. Like that's like one of the no. last things you want. You want that. It, it causes headaches. It causes cramp, fatigue, weakness. Like those are all things you don't want. I hate those things. During EMP. I don't like them at all. Um, and as people who want to be prepared and ready for anything, the last thing you need is something that will slow you down when you need to be ready the most. That is why we at Casual Preppers have teamed up with Element. It is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. Look, I have this in my EDC kit. I have it in my bug out bag because I know... I don't want to be worried about, oh, did I get enough water? Did I get enough electrolytes? I know I can mix this with a little bit of water and I'm going to be good, right? This, yeah. this like, and it, it tastes good too. This it stuff does. is delicious. We think Element is perfect for bug out bags and EDC kits. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium. I mean, it's really, it's a great supplement for times when you're not eating a lot of food as well, yeah. right? Because you got to have those electrolytes. 
Casual preppers listeners. I'm telling you, man, that salt. When you can't salt things, oh my gosh, yeah. I will be sprinkling this on meat if I've I have seen, to. I've actually seen people like sprinkle this on food. I, I, it makes sense. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's delicious. Um, casual preppers listeners can get a free element sample pack when you make any purchase through our exclusive casual preppers link. The sample pack includes one packet of every flavor. That way you can try them all. And, and you can get this every single time you order, That's you awesome. guys. So good. They also offer no questions asked refunds on all orders. And you don't even have to send it back. They have some Christmassy ones right oh, now. Oh, yeah. They got like the chocolate that you could put in mm-hmm. your hot chocolate or your coffee. My wife actually likes the hot chocolate Actually, or the yeah. chocolate one. That's beautiful. Yeah. So head There's to our- like a mint chocolate too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Come on, LMT. We want to try L-M-N-N-T. Send it on out here. Um, head to our link, drinklmnt.com slash casual preppers to get your order and your free sample pack. That is drinklement.com slash casual preppers. Yeah. All right, boys yeah. and girls. Now we're getting to plan C. Um, so this is um, a little bit different than Cam's bugging out. This is basically... You're at the store. You're just going directly to your bug out location. You're not taking that um, trip home, which yeah. is five miles one way. Um, and you're just get, actually getting your family. You're going directly to your bug out location, right? Um, so this would kind of be your go to if you see things escalating faster than yeah. Like you're just. Like, I think. Oh, crap. I think if you were in a community that's a little rough, and mm-hmm. you know, you probably just want to get out. You probably like there are already. You're in a town that already has like some real like high amounts of poverty, and it's like yeah. you probably just get out. And this would also be something like you would have some indications, of or you this. just move there. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. You would have some indications of this. You're in a big parking lot. You you'll be able to see if the, any vehicles are working. Yeah, maybe you're in this parking lot and you see some uh, that are similar to your bug out vehicle, and they're not working. That's so true. you're like, look. I don't think it's worth it going home to get my vehicle because I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. So you say, I think the best thing to do is just get out of Dodge right now. So in this scenario, you grab your EDC pack, your get home bag, and you gather any supplies from the store. Again, this is that you have to make that decision. And this decision actually might be a little bit easier because you know you're going to have to hike like 20 miles. Yeah. Um, so you're not going to want to be carrying you know bottles of pig's feet 20 miles or whatever, <laughs> whatever you got in there, right? So you're gonna have my to, mom's sauerkraut. I gotta have that sauerkraut. Um, so here's what you do you grab your, your bag, you head directly to pick up your family, and you just start moving out of town. Um, you can, on your way, start looking for you know vehicles maybe that are going to be working. And if you find one, fantastic, you get in it and you go. But right now, the most important thing in your mind is just getting out of town as fast as possible because you've chosen to bypass going home because you just feel like it's time to get out. You, you need to do it as fast as you can. So don't stop unless you absolutely have to. Um, also in this scenario, it's probably a good idea to uh, stay away from main roadways as much as possible. You don't want anyone following you to your bug out location for one thing. Um, you know, so I just, I feel like you'd be as discreet as possible, as fast as possible, start heading to your BOL, right? Um, and then when you get to your BOL, this is kind of some of the same things that Cam was saying. You need to be discreet. You need to look at security. You need to secure that thing right away. You need to consider your food and your water. Um, and, and I think you're going to have a couple of days that are going to be pretty quiet. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. think after two to three days is when you're, you're going to get more traffic up yeah. there and you're going to be like, what, that, do I, what do I do yeah, when someone comes up to me? That's where the likelihood of seeing people 
um, becomes more likely, right? Um, because stuff's going to get weird in town. People are going to be like, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And they just start booking it out of town, and that's when you'll start to see people. So you're going to want to have people watching out and see what's going on. Be careful with the fires again because of the smoke. So this, oh man, this just gets, this is a tough one to do because it's super tough. It, it's, you know, here's the pros you might get home when your bug out vehicle is inoperable, anyways. So you've so you actually just bypassed that whole problem. You bypassed an extra five to ten miles of walking in, in the opposite <laughs> that's direction. That's true, yeah, and that's that's helpful, you know. Um, and this could just be such crucial and valuable time, you know, to get out of town before the chaos begins. Um, and hopefully, you've just bypassed all the crazy stuff. You don't have to deal with any of it because you're immediately getting away from the masses of people, and that's yeah. your, that's your whole pro. It's story. weird how much of a pro though, because it's like you don't want your kids seeing some of the stuff that might be happening. You don't want them to feel that sense of like stress and um, of chaos and the, the whole like town is falling apart. Yeah. So it's like you get them away from that before they even see yeah. what's happening. It's gonna be so hard. So they just don't even know of of the yeah like they the intensity of understand. problems. That something's off, obviously, yeah. because you just. But took you're, a if you're leaving hike. later, you yeah. might you might be running into some crap on the road or people yelling people and like it seems, <laughs> yeah, on the sidewalk, yeah, they're dead. Yeah, exactly. hold on, kids, get in the truck. We're having calf for dinner tonight. <laughs> this guy's calf, <laughs> you know. And be like the trap. <laughs> yeah, get a trap. I like there. to eat me a good trap with some taters. Um, <laughs> cons for this one. Put a little element on there. <laughs> Yeah. Tastes so good. <laughs> Little chocolate mint, baby. <laughs> um, so can you make it to your cabin or bug out location before sunset? Because look, this is a haul. That's a long way. It's a long way to go. It's already maybe Pioneers one. did like 15 miles. Yeah. It's one or two o'clock in the afternoon already. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, after finding your family, after grabbing your gear, after walking that five or six hours, boy, man, it's gonna be dark and cold. Yeah, you think and- about right now. Trying yeah. to make twenty miles up to like Big Diamond tough. Mountain or You're something. Really rough. You right? may not make it and spend the night out yeah. in that. I, don't uh, think I wouldn't look forward rough. to it. You know, are, can your family make the trip? Okay, can your kids walk twenty miles? You know that is, they can, but they, they won't. They won't. Um, you know, are you making that hasty decision? Are you going to get injured along this long walk? Is it just better to be home? Because, boy, that would feel good to be home that night. You know what I mean? Um, and do you have all the gear, the meds, the food, and everything else you need up there at your bug out location? Is this thing really set up for you? That's the thing. <laughs> That's what's scary. It can only be to, to a point, right? Right, exactly. And the gear needed is all kind of the same stuff. Your kits, your cash, your shoes, your self-defense, and, and all that. So that's your plan C. Uh, so you got plan A. Get home, bug in. Plan B, get home, bug out. Plan C, get the F Use out. Use a vehicle to bug out, and you got, yeah. yeah. And then exactly. plan C, just go. Just go on foot. Um, so this one is really, really tough, to be honest with you, to decide which one is the best. And it's going to be something that's very dependent on how bad the situation gets and how fast it gets. Yeah, I think, it, I think it depends a ton on a lot of different factors, like what time of season it is, you know, what time of yeah. year. What kind of community you live in? Yep. Oh, man, it's tough. What, what, what your health status is and your family's health status. How good your bug out location is. Yeah. Um, how good your bug out vehicle is. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing going through this thought experiment for me, the biggest thing, and I, it's so funny that this comes back to it a lot, is having that emergency plan set up with your family so 
You're not You'd second save guessing. so much time. You're not second guessing your choices. That yeah. that's that would be my thing, and it would be so frustrating having to decide: Do I go home? Do I go pick up the kids? What do I do? And then only being able to be on foot, because mm-hmm. like whatever you take, like it's gonna take time. It's not like you can just turn around in your truck and go the opposite direction. Yeah, it's gonna be so frustrating saying, "Okay, I hope they're gonna be here when I get there, wherever that is." Right. True. So that part to me. Um, makes me think I need to really have those conversations. It's true. You know, say, no, hey. I think that is super important because that might be the plan C might be the very best plan. Sure. But yeah. I don't know. Looking at it, I go back and forth. Like, in all honesty, Mm-hmm. Knowing what I know, yeah. I probably would still buggy in. I probably would too. <laughs> and that's the that's the sad that's thing. That's what's so bad. Yeah. It's like I like we know and we've listened to experts on this mm-hmm. and we've, you know, and books and everything. It's like society's gonna fall apart and people are gonna get desperate and yeah. but it's so hard to take everybody and everything out of that comfort of more food, more water, yeah. maybe a supportive community for a time and comfort of your family. I'm probably bugging in. To be honest, what I think on what I but would the bug do, out plan, this plan B would be right there. Right. Like I would find some way of like we've got to move soon, mm-hmm. and let's let's take a little time to. See that's what, that's what I think. I would have sort of a modified plan B. I would that's kind of what I was. I would get home. To. It's like I wouldn't. I'm more likely to bug out in this scenario, but yeah, I don't think I could do it right away. I think I would get home. I would make sure I'm ready to bug out, and then I would start to make contact with with you, with my family. Yeah. It, it, however, I could whatever if that's on foot, I could walk to your house backfields pretty easy. Yeah. Right. In in a half an hour, I could be to your house. We could have a conversation and say, okay, we're gonna wait till tomorrow. We're gonna see how things go down. Yeah. We're gonna try and contact you know my family, your family, or whatever, and then reassess every single day and maybe maybe even we say hey let's let's hole up in one house so we have two of us there to protect our families and protect our stuff it's like you can consolidate in a different way you know it's like your dad's bringing all the guns Mm -hmm. and ammo yeah Yeah. you've got all you know i'll focus on all the water and bring what food i can still and then yep you've yeah i think yeah that's probably more the modified b plan so yeah exactly so that's tough i don't know I know. Crazy it's one. like we know that yeah. bugging out is the best solution, but yeah, bugging out right away, man, it'd be super hard. It would. We be. always joked about that when we like did a video of like pandemic, and it's like, yeah. why would you just immediately bug out? But mm-hmm. it probably would be in some the cases best all around be in best. some way. Yeah, so. that's a tough one. Let us know what you guys would do. I'd re- I really want to hear from you guys. I do too. Like realistically, On social media. Yeah. Realistically, like you realistically. know what's right. Yeah. And what you've been told by experts, but what would you realistically do? Yeah, you got you got to think about it. You guys, in today's unpredictable world, being prepared for unexpected health challenges is more crucial than ever. That's why we are so glad we discovered Contingency Medical. You know, imagine a health crisis strikes and the usual channels for medications are disrupted. Sound familiar? We talked about it today, Cameron. Did. That's where Contingency Medical saves the day by providing you access to emergency packs of antibiotics for ordinary ailments like your urinary tract infections, ear infections, strep throat, and more. We're talking about common antibiotics that treat hundreds of additional infections as well. Contingency Medical even has a symptom management medicines for everything from nausea and diarrhea to motion sickness, ensuring you're up to the task even when you're not feeling your best. Look, I recently ordered my own ReadyPack Plus. 
Cam did the same thing this year as well. So easy. It's way easier it, than you would think. It's bonkers how easy it was. It's harder to go and just get a physical Real. than just to order a bunch of antibiotics. For sure, man. Contingency Medical also provides access to board-certified physicians for guidance on safe and effective treatment. Plus, your prescriptions prescriptions are shipped from licensed pharmacies. So you know you're receiving quality care from start to finish. That's the thing. This isn't fish antibiotics. This this is like stuff from a pharmacy yeah. that they would give to human people, okay? Um, and get this. Contingency Straight medical, out of El Salvador. 100%. Contingency Medical offers free shipping on all packs, so there's really no reason to delay. Now is the time to prioritize preparedness. Don't wait. Go to contingencymedical.com slash CPP now and enter promo code CPP for $20 off your pack. That is $20 off any pack at contingencymedical.com slash CPP with our um, slash CPP with code CPP. Also, just a disclaimer. CPP. Yeah. Contingency <laughs> Medical and its products are not intended as a substitute for professional medical treatment or advice. Consult with your healthcare provider. I'm so excited that we have that. Yeah, I, dude, I Because it's too. something that everybody always questions, like, mm-hmm. good antibiotics. And the thing is, once you have them, you're going to be able to most likely consult with a healthcare provider. Exactly. It's like, uh, yeah. can I take this for this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, perfect. Do it, I don't care. This stuff is awesome. Like, it really makes me feel so much better to have that little pack at home. I love Sleep it. Sleep with it. Yeah. <laughs> take it in the bathtub with me. Look at this bottle. Just keep stacking them. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, put it in my pants, pockets. <laughs> You know, yeah, for sure. It's good stuff. It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. All right. So speaking of uses for that antibiotic kit, why you would even want one. Let's talk about long-term scenario, most common waterborne illnesses. Yeah, for sure. So number one, typhoid fever. That one would make a big, um, big, big appearance during this. Um, Because a lot of people aren't uh, vaccinated for this. So Really? Hmm. Yeah. Because typhoid fever, like... It's just like because I gone. traveled to a different country and, yeah. and did that, but you just don't do it. It's kind of eliminated mm. in most places. So, cholera mm-hmm. or cholera, however <laughs> you'd like to say it, cholera, giardia, not mm. to be confused Oof. with gonorrhea, yeah, dysentery Ugh. from all sorts of different E. coli. It was big on the Oregon Trail. I heard <laughs> it was dysentery. Yep. Uh, my me and my whole family, yep. except for like one kid, and he floated the river fine. Yeah, he caught the the. The wagon and floated across. Hep A makes a resurgence there. And then salmonella. Salmonella um, is always lurking, right? Yeah. So those are like seven of the biggest, most common waterborne illnesses Mm. that you would likely see when things go south and and civilization starts to collapse a little. So um, how do you treat typhoid fever? Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to really explain the symptoms. I just want to tell you like how you could treat it. Typhoid fever is pretty nasty. Fluoroquinolones, Cipro, which is going to be in contingency medical. Mm-hmm. Fluoroquinolones are going to be huge for waterborne illnesses and diarrhea. So I always recommend, like it's it's a, one of the most important antibiotics to have in your kit is a mm-hmm. fluoroquinolone, which would be Levaquin or Cipro. Like traveler's mm-hmm. diarrhea, Cipro's used, you know, sometimes it only takes like three days to treat. Really? So you need to have that one. Cephalosporins are another uh, antibiotic that can be used for typhoid fever. And By then the way, ma- none of this is medical advice. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. And then macrolides, which is like a Z-pack for um, typhoid fever. So all like yeah. full, th- those three are all in that kit. Oh, so awesome. So Giardia, um, Metronidazole. This one's trickier. Giardia is a little tricky. Like um, 
because I don't know if Metronite is always in there. Um, but you're going to use that or uh, Tinidazole. Uh, I don't even use half of these. And then Nitazoxanide, which these are like <laughs> antiparasitics and stuff like that. So this is probably the trickiest one of all of them is Giardia. So, the so one, you'd want to like plan the, ahead with that. The pack that I got has doxycycline, nitrofurantoin. For UTIs, okay. Amoxicillin, cephalexin, mm-hmm. azithromycin. It doesn't have a chloroquine. What was the first one? Doxycycline. Oh, so doxy. Okay. Doxy has a lot of good uses for... But there isn't a fluoroquinolone, huh? There's no Cipro. There's no Leviquin. Nitrofuratoin, no... amoxicillin, cephalexin, I thought there was. azithromycin. I think you can select them, You though. might be able to. I don't know. So, anyway, um, dysentery. A lot of different bacteria. Shigella being a common one, but beta-lactam. So, uh, ampicillin, amoxicillin cephalosporins like Mm -hmm. and and that's all in this kit too um and then the quinolones again can be used uh e coli uh, fluids are primarily the treatment for this oh so element like yeah perfect keeping your uh electrolytes up and fluids you don't always have to treat e coli if it gets really bad then you would want to treat with like um an antibiotic but it can just run its course most of the time it just runs its course a lot of these like can get better yeah. just with some time. So then hepatitis A actually, you know, uh, would you, you just have to let it take its course. Really? But it's something to be concerned about with poor sanitation and people just like, you know, mm-hmm. swimming and peeing and pooping in water. Beautiful. Then salmonella, um, f- food and water it can grow in. Um, antibiotic fluoroquinolones, third generation cephalosporins, which we, the cephalosporins in that kit, um, ceftriaxones and injectable, but. A lot of the antibiotics that you get in contingency medical are going to treat these. So, but first of all, obviously, just filter everything. Right, yeah. That's... (laughs) Like, in any scenario, especially the EMP scenario, like, just, it's safest to just boil if you have fuel, filter everything. Yeah. And then if you do get a GI uh, bug... I mean, rehydration is number one, so having good rehydration salts, like element. element. Man. And then... um, and and then the other was you got antibiotics to fall back on. I might you put can a consult with a provider. Few element. Um, That's actually a really good in idea. My, That's a great idea in my contingency medical kit. So that was the other thing. So the contingency medical has um, mm-hmm. doesn't it have has um, Zofran for nausea? It has um, which is on Dansetron. On Yeah, it's that one. What the hell that is. That's Zofran and Loperamide. Yeah, so it has an antidiarrheal in there. Yeah, so. What such a good kit, but yeah, but these are the most common. So filter your water. If you happen to get sick, you have antibiotics on hand mm-hmm. and that antidiarrheal, and you've got the uh, electrolytes. To that's beautiful. Counter most of it. It's good stuff, you guys. Really, I mean, that's why we have these the sponsors that we do because we actually feel like these sponsors are very helpful. Their their products will help you in a lot of different ways. So go check them out. Um, I just wondered if they had the. Like fluoroquinolones have a lot of side effects. So it's probably why they left them out. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. And I was just looking at the Ready Pack Plus, the one that I actually ordered. Isn't that the? Yeah, that's the biggest pack. I right? would. I think it is. Yeah, but um, th- you know, you there might be other ways to uh, fish flocks is get and if you were ever to get some cipro from the fish, but yeah, go with the, go with something more legit like this. 
Yeah. I just can't remember if it has a fluoroquine one. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Most of the time, you like I said, a lot of the time you don't even need an antibiotic. Mm-hmm. It's good to have them on hand, though, so that you can consult with for sure. your medical friend. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Really, we sincerely appreciate it. Um, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you follow us on all the socials, YouTube, everything else. Um, send uh, us to your friends. That's the biggest thing you can do to help us out is make sure to uh, – Spread the word and uh, follow the sponsors. Go go check them out. Use our code. That That's super helpful for us. Right, Cam? It's hugely helpful. And please um, let us know on the socials what you guys would do in this EMP scenario because it's pretty, it's pretty bonkers and it's a tough one to decide it is. how to go. Yeah. You, know? you know what's right, but yeah. it would be miserable. Definitely would. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Stay survived.